Welcome back to IGN Live at E3 2019. My name is Ryan McCaffrey, and this is a very special E3 episode of Podcast Unlocked. I'm joined by my IGN colleagues, Brenda Sanchez, Destin Legary, and our very awesome guest, what really makes this episode special, Kumail Nanjiani. Thank you so much for coming. Oh, thanks for having me. Uh, I, I met you a few years ago at a Microsoft showcase, so you are no stranger to the world of Xbox. Uh, we've got plenty to talk about. They had a, a heck of a 90-plus minute conference this week, and I think the, the obvious place to start is Project Scarlet. Um, next Gen is coming. Kumail, I'll start with you because everyone cares about you. No one cares about us. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's your show. Well, yeah, but, you know, it's you one that they do. They watch when I'm not here. You, yeah, they well, care about you. They get us every week. Um, yeah. Next generation of consoles, uh, what, you know, Microsoft said, okay, we're going to try and get rid of loading times. We're going to do a lot of cloud stuff. Uh, from what you've seen, what, how, do you, how are you feeling about Microsoft's vision for the next generation? Well, honestly, you know, I'm first of all very excited about a new console cycle. How long has this one been around for? I guess it'll be seven years by yeah. when this thing ships. Too long. Yeah. yeah, I feel like I want the next, but, you know, I, each time the difference is so incremental, it just gets less and less, like the difference is less and less stark. But I'm excited for a new one. Honestly, load times don't really bother me that much like if if it's an open world game and you're seeing like the you know if if there's like delay while you're playing that's bad but i'm okay waiting for the game to start um and the cloud stuff for me it's i i want like the graphics to be better like i'm a very basic person i just wanted to like be i want the games to be able to do more yeah that's kind of where i'm at with you too because when people were asking us to make predictions like what do you guys want from the next console like i don't prettier graphics you know it's yeah. kind of hard to imagine like what's the next thing right yeah i want better ai i want prettier graphics i yeah. want bigger <laughs> worlds I, I, that's what i'm that's what i'm looking for have you gone have you upgraded to a 4k tv at home yet yes yeah see i still haven't and but this is this now i think i have to because 4k 60 frames per second is now the well, here's the, the, the standard for the, the for scarlet i got a 4k tv and here's the issue with is that after the first day, you stop noticing that it's 4K. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but yeah. when you go back, you yeah. notice right away. I you're like, have that's like 1080. A, it's like a hot yeah. bath and a cold bath. <laughs> I have a room with like just a CRT. Go, go do that and then oh, come and watch this. Take it back to the yeah. CRT then. That's a lot. <laughs> it's a very cold bath. <laughs> yeah, it's a very cold bath. You brought up the sort of iterative design. Yeah. And uh, I'm wondering, like, do you... Do you think you'll keep your Xbox One X for a while, or are you going to jump right on in 2020 when the Scarlet launches? I'll, I would like to get the new console as soon as it comes out. Yeah. Um, I don't usually do that. I wait until there's something I'm really, really excited about. But I feel like it's been a while. And, uh, yeah, I, I think I'll, I'll try and get it. The, I remember the first console I ever got right when it came out was the uh, PlayStation Vita. So really good decision making. <laughs> <laughs> that was the first oh. time I've gotten a launch console. Greg wow. Miller would give you a hug if he were here. <laughs> yeah. It was a great console. Well, we're not going to talk I mean, I love mine, yeah, but, but different uh, It had its place, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Destin, where, where did the Scarlet stuff land for you? I mean, you've been, you were very, uh, you, of, of the group of us, you were, like, first in line for the Xbox One X. Uh, so of, of what Microsoft did comment on with Scarlet, where did it leave you? So I'm excited. Uh, Sony's kind of done the same thing where they're like, it's going to be faster. We're doing a proprietary SSD, so it's going to load games faster. We also saw some uh, Halo Infinite gameplay. We'll get to so that of, in a second. I, I'm That's putting that in next. quotes, yeah. but like they wanted to show off the power of the, the, the new console, but I didn't really get a good indicator of 
how much better things are going to be when we play on the Scarlet. I'm excited so, for it, though. This is not like Xbox One to Xbox One X, right? This is like a whole new full jump. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So it's all the rumor, which yeah. they didn't address it at this conference. They'll clear it all up next year. Is that Project Scarlet is actually two consoles, mm. one that is more of a of an incremental jump. See, I don't and, like and that one. That's a full jump. I got into console gaming because I was like, I'll get one thing, and this yeah. will run everything that comes on it. For right. me, the PC thing was that was what was complicated. I don't yeah. want to upgrade and all that stuff. So I didn't realize that there were maybe two separate consoles then because it's always then they always make games for the weaker console and it limits the stronger one. It's, it's a fair thing to I, I, I don't disagree with you because it's like, you know, you don't want the old stuff. You don't want anything to hold back the maximum theoretical capability of, the, of each developer. Exactly. In the game, right? Like right now, Xbox One X or PS4 Pro, it doesn't ma- matter which one's more powerful because third party games are always going to be, you know, uh, cater to whichever the weaker one is. Right. Mm. Yeah. Well, uh, Halo is being designed, Halo Infinite, a.k.a. Halo 6, is being designed with uh, Scarlet in mind. They've, we all guessed that last year, and they, would, <laughs> they said, well, no, it's for Xbox One, and well, uh, yeah, it's going to come out for Xbox One as well. That's confirmed. But Halo Infinite, flagship title, to your point, Kumail, you needed a reason to buy the Scarlet. Well, Microsoft is trying to give you every reason, or at least the biggest reason they have, with a, a five-minute new trailer for uh, Halo Infinite. Now, what I talked to Matt Booty, the, the head of Xbox Game Studios, after, uh, this, after their conference, and, and we talked about this a little bit, and he told me, he's like, yeah, you know what, that this is... You know, he thought, well, you know, yeah, people seem like they're a little disappointed that we didn't show more of the game. This is the game. This is the engine. Like, oh. this, is, this is the game running. This is not just like a, a tech piece like last year's trailer was. This is it. So, you know, you're, this is your first taste of what the next generation of Xbox looks like. And this is a brand new game engine, the Slip Space game engine. And, uh, I mean, I, I love this trailer. This is, oh, me too. This was clearly the highlight of the conference for me. Um, so I have not seen this trailer. Is there any actual first-person gameplay? We don't see that. There's, no. There is a split <laughs> second where you see the HUD pop up. It's going to be here in, in the second. I, yeah, oh, if we roll the and whole thing, which I don't know if we will, but yeah. <laughs> so like, it's just not really gameplay, but you do see like the perspective that you might have uh-huh, potentially, uh-huh. unless it's just the cinematic. I, I actually feel bad. We're doing Camille a huge disservice. Here, I know that, it's that he's seeing so this. good. You got to see it. What's what's your favorite Halo, Camille, over the years? Are you are you have you, have well, you been a Halo guy? I've played or? every single Halo. I love all of them. Uh, I would say it's a sentimental. But my, when my wife and I first met, we beat Halo Two together, uh, split screen. Aww. I like you Ouch already. Show off. Yes, nice. and so that for me is the uh, is the special one. Yeah, mm-hmm. Halo. It's also 2. the correct answer. Surprise. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. yeah. Halo, this this part's for you. This where yeah he gets, oh see he gets now that does look powered like up and so yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what the game's gonna look like right there that wow. so that gives you a great idea I'm, but uh, yeah, I would love it if the whole game was just me talking to this guy with a beard <laughs> no, <we're just> friends. <laughs> there's no fighting no covenant no flood. Yeah, it's cool. So this this character is actually stranded in space. He's missing his family and everything. And he develops a or he delivers a really impactful monologue during this segment, right? Oh wow! And as an actor, I'm kind of curious: does this sort of technology, where it's really capturing the essence of actors, exciting you for like additional avenues to you know practice your craft? It's very exciting. Two things to that: one, it's also a little scary because for movies, they'll be able to manipulate actors' performances, and you mm-hmm. won't be able to know. And I think the, the you know eventually we'll get to a place where we won't 
need actors, and I know that sounds crazy, but or, I think yeah. it's not that far away. Or you'll be dead, and they'll just you'll just keep acting in movies anyway. Listen, that would be great. <laughs> <laughs> great for your Once estate. Once I die, put me in every movie. <laughs> put me in every movie now. I'm fine with it. <laughs> the other thing is, you know, I've done a, acting four video games a couple times, and um, I got so nervous to play those games that I never played those games. They were Aww. like my favorite franchises, and so... I sort of decided I wouldn't do video games anymore because I want to play them. Yeah, yeah, um, I get that. Yeah, Miranda, yeah, you and I, you and I have been talking a lot uh, since since this about oh, yeah. uh, how good this trailer was. Well, so this is this is an echo right here of the of the Halo, the original Halo Two trailer, where he jumps out into space. But Miranda, the, what was the moment for you when when this when this trailer went from like oh Halo to <gasps> Halo. It's when, well, when you see the chief, of course, because I just, I love the chief so fiercely. So, so the wipe on the screen. Yeah, the wipe the is like, oh, there he is. You need to save him. He's going to be fine. He's, he's in his army. He's fine. Um, but the point that really just made me start freaking out was whenever the HUD kept, I actually screamed a little bit and I kind of had to apologize. I'm like, sorry, guys. Everything's <laughs> fine. I'm just, the chief is, is breathing. He's doing good things. I mean, obviously, it's going to start the chief. They've said that. But yeah. it's just so great to see him doing something in, like, you know, next gen. Like, this is what we're going to go play. And Halo's, like, my favorite thing from Xbox. So I, I want to see what they're going to bring to us. Yeah. I love the moment when he wipes the glass and you do see Chief. But the moment that really got me is when he walks out and all the cables, like, pop off <laughs> it. Because he's just like, no, we need to get to work now. Let's go. Yeah. And I really, really love that about the Chief. Very straightforward. Straight to we're on a mission. We need to go finish the fight. Yeah. All right. Uh, so the other Probably the other biggest game at Microsoft's conference was Cyberpunk 2077. Uh, introduced, or the release date was introduced, <laughs> and an in-game appearance uh, by none other than maybe the, the, the hottest guy in show business it's so, by any metric right now. It's everything. <laughs> Suddenly he's in everything. Yeah. Keanu Reeves. Over one week. Yeah, Keanu yeah. Reeves. He's in everything. Not complaining. Keanu's <laughs> Right? He's the best. Yeah. So he comes out on stage to uh, after it's shown that he's in the game. Uh, now, th Destin, how yeah. how great was this? this you were there. Th it was phenomenal. It was like what Keanu's <laughs> here? That was crazy. And I heard later our own Tom Marks got an interview, which you can watch on IGN. Yes. Of course, mm -hmm. uh, it's just really really cool and tonally. The roles that Keanu plays really lend well to this cyberpunk role. He'll be playing Johnny Silverhand, and I am so stoked to see his performance in this game. Yeah, Miranda, you you got to catch up. What is his role? I in caught the game? a glimpse of Tom's interview, and he was saying that he's kind of like an AI mm -hmm. in your head. So yeah, he just he lives in your head, which is great. So sort of a Cortana type role, basically. Exactly. Yeah. So so you I'm see him like flashing that. here a little bit. Yeah. This so was this was the reveal here, the moment where it's like, oh no, Keanu Reeves. There is he is. Yeah, everyone is actually <laughs> speculating that it was going to be Gaga because like they're thinking that she was going to be like a. Celebrity in this world, yeah, and uh, then turn out to be yeah. As if Cyberpunk 2077 needed any more <laughs> hype behind it, yeah. It's now got Keanu Reeves in it. Uh, Kumail, did you uh, have you played much of The Witcher? Their last yeah, game? I played Witcher three. Yeah. I really like that game, and I love obviously I love the cyberpunk setting. So I'm so I'm excited for this one. This is my favorite like genre of game. Is mm -hmm. sort of that action adventure slash RPG stuff. But this yeah. is first person. You said oh yes. You said it's more like Deus Ex. But this is my favorite like type of game, sort of like a leveling up, you Spe know. 
good open world exploration. Yeah, but not RPG. like too like a hard RPG. Hard yeah. RPGs, like you know, turn-based stuff, I get a little scared of. But this is my perfect type of game. Yeah, they'll keep yeah. doing the action on this one. It seems like. <laughs> you guys play a game called um, oh, it, it, Rutger Hauer was the uh, main guy in it. It came out like a couple years ago. Uh, oh my sure. god, I can't believe it'll it. hit you at once. As soon as we walk off the air, <laughs> it's you, I'm really, sure. really gonna upset me. <laughs> it, I, I, oh god, it's got the title's not good, but it's a cyberpunk game and it's awesome it's terrifying okay uh well, well yeah we'll, we'll think we'll of it somebody's out. gonna think of it real soon but yeah, someone's probably um, shouting it what what was the bigger surprise for you guys on this the fact that keanu reeves is in it or that it's out as soon as it is april 16th of 2020 i personally thought this was a next-gen game for sure and it was going to be fall 2020 on xbox on scarlet and ps5 i'm actually a little disappointed that it's not next-gen <laughs> Because then I have to like transfer saves. <laughs> I don't know, like figuring oh. all that out is going to be kind of a, a hassle. So I, I might just play on PC. Uh, that's that's the alternative. Mm. But I think Keanu was the bigger surprise for me because I knew it would be out next year, yeah. or I would I assumed it would be out right. next year. Yeah. Just not assume. Well, I I love that it's 2020. That's when the pen and paper game takes place. Uh. Cyberpunk 2020. So to have it released that year, but it's Cyberpunk 2077. That's, I think it's perfect. I think that's cool. I wasn't surprised about the release date. More surprised about the, the large, you know, presence of an actor being prevailed so or presented so prominently. Yeah, I, I would imagine that there's, there's no way that your saves aren't gonna, you know, th- there's, there's gonna be forward compatibility. That was already announced yeah. by Microsoft. So I, I would be shocked if there wasn't a, a Scarlet patch that CD Projekt Red releases to really, you know, get a little more out of it on the new console should you choose to upgrade. Yeah, I'm kind of debating what I want to do there, but we'll see. It's like, I, I want to play it at its best capabilities, and if I can do that first on my PC, I'm kind of leaning toward that. But I do have a very nice Xbox One X, so, you know. Camille, we'll when, you, when you've got the choice in a, in a RPG, do you tend to go... Always the, good. Always good. Yeah. yeah. Is that what like, you were going to ask? Uh, close, I was, but, the, like, are you more of a... A ranged guy, melee guy, you know, sort of tank, mage. He, you know, what's your what's your play style? Ah, uh, range, definitely. Yeah. You know, I used to be a melee guy, and then it got a little boring. Um, and so now, definitely a range guy. Definitely bow and arrows, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, so this game, you can play it stealth. You can go in guns blazing. They're like he has the the robot arms there. I can't remember their specific name, but it's really really neat to see the the different avenues you can take. They even tease the cyberspace sort of ability that you can utilize with this hacker trying to like hack into his brain at the end Mm -hmm. of this segment. And there's just such a variety of game types that you can lean into and it's fluid. So if you want to try something different on the fly, you just restat and you go try that as your build. Of course you'll have to Get well, you can restack. Yeah, yeah. They said really? they have a fluid system. So, oh, so yeah. you can like oh, that's yeah. great. So you can yeah. move the trees around. You're not locked into any kind of like character path. That's yeah, the I, way I understood it during I, the BCD. Wow. Yeah, and it makes a lot of sense too, considering the cyberpunkness of it and right. like, that whole idea of you like, reprogram yourself. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, next up from the Microsoft Xbox press briefing. Uh, Microsoft was not done shopping. <laughs> they still had their, their checkbook out, and they thought, well, you know what? We've got a few more blank checks in here. Let's see uh, what we can pick up. And they chose Double Fine, Tim Schafer's 
long-running studio, uh, which is like literally three blocks away from IGN. So I'm so excited that we have a first-party Xbox studio right down yeah, the street from us now. That's crazy. We also were kind of talking about this a long time ago. I think earlier this year, we're like, there's no way they buy any more studios. Like, they're done shopping. They've, they've got it all done. No way. And they, they do this. They're stuck in the fridge. Yeah. It was pretty bare there for a while. Uh, and the, the first big game coming from Double Fine out of this deal will be, they'll be wrapping up Psychonauts 2, Kumail. You, you is have this to, Psychonauts 2? This is Psychonauts 2. I love Psychonauts. I mean, I feel like it's been a long time. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, 2005. 2005. Has it been delayed a bunch, Psychonauts 2? A little bit. I mean, it's, it's you know, it's been, um, they've been kind of public with the yeah, development. They've done the crowdfunding campaign. Yeah, to get off that's the ground, right. So. I love Double Fine. I mean, I've, I've, I uh, love Brutal Legend, I thought was actually an awesome, awesome yes. game, and I was hoping yeah. that they would continue that franchise. Maybe yeah. they can. I hope so. <laughs> but, I hope yeah, so. Psychonauts, Brutal Legend. Uh, Broken Age was. I didn't big. play Broken Age. I adored Age, Broken yeah. Age. That was one of my favorites that they've done recently. Tim Schafer's announcement video about the merging was hilarious. I loved oh, it totally. Oh, it was so good. Yeah. I, I wish we could roll it with sound. You know, we've it, been an independent studio, so and then Microsoft good. said, what if we give you a bunch of money? And I was like, yeah, sure. And then <laughs> silence for the rest of it. Yeah. you got to watch um, it. I don't do it justice. But, yeah, yeah I mean, I, I guess I kind of want to speak to, you know, Double Fine is... You know, and I, I mean this with zero disrespect. They're not a AAA studio. They make yeah. smaller, How more scary. artistic <laughs> games. Uh, don't hurt me, Tim. Uh, but more frequently. So I really look at you know what they're going to add to the Xbox family, and it's going to be uh, they're going to just get more resources and and including time and money to to make their. In- brilliant little creative visions that we just don't get enough of in the industry, I feel like. Yeah, I feel like the good thing is because with the rise of sort of independent gaming development, if you sort of go look at, you know, Xbox or PS4, just the games that are there, there's some, like, weird stuff that you used to not have. It used to basically be AAA titles, and that was kind of it 10, 15 years ago, and now you're seeing these, as you said, more idiosyncratic visions. So, And I'm excited that, you know, these guys are going to get to do more because sometimes those are limited by resources, you know. You oh, can see that they're kind exactly. of low budget. You know, and I, I've spent enough time with Tim Schafer and just watched them enough that, you know, they, Tim w- now won't have to spend his time, which he even said this in his more serious video, Destin. There were the two yeah, videos yes. put out. Yeah. I didn't see that, that one. That, uh, <laughs> you know, Tim doesn't, won't have to just literally go spend his time and money going around the world to pitch his games to potential publishers. It's just an automatic yes, go. <laughs> and they'll have more, uh, more opportunity here. Now, have have either of you seen Psychonauts two at the show yet? I have no. not. Not yet. Yeah. So I'm okay. So I'm the only one that's had the privilege. But I guess I I can sum it up by saying if you played the original Psychonauts, Kumail, I know you did. It's, uh, it it just doesn't miss a beat. I mean, it Aww. is a modern day. Uh, you know, looks better. Obviously, plays just modern console, but it's the same weird, creative, psychic summer camp experience. With Raz, all the same voice actors are back. Whoa, this looks so trippy. All right. Yeah, this is awesome. A, this yeah. is a, uh, you're Whoa. inside the mind. You're, what you're doing Whoa. here is you're, you're going inside the mind of a, of a uh, Office worker? double agent, basically. And you're trying to, but the, the twist is he's Whoa. actually turning the tables on you. And that's why things, <laughs> inside his own mind, which is why things are starting to go weird. And then everything turns, if, as we keep rolling this footage, to a dental theme. So there's all sorts of crazy, like, Teeth and, teeth and everywhere. mouths and all sorts of Oh, yeah, that's stuff. a dentist now, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I just, I adore Double Fine. I could not be 
happier for them that, that they have you know, now just secured their future for yeah, such a long time. Genuinely funny games are so um, rare and really hard to do, so... Yeah, yeah what, know, what, all, what do you like fun. about this game, Kumail? As, as, uh, well, I liked that it was actually funny and very creative. Um, right. And, uh, I mean, there's nothing that looks like this, you know? I mean, I, I do like sort of down-the-middle shooters and that kind of stuff, but this kind of game, I mean, there's just... They're just no competition for something like this. Yeah, it's odd how you know comedy is such a, a thriving genre. I mean, do. you're you're on an amazing comedy in Silicon Valley. Oh, thank and, you. Uh, <laughs> it's which, hard to do funny video games, it's right? Rare. There's, there's some divide there that few people not named Tim Schafer seem to understand. <laughs> you know how what? to make an interactive thing funny. You know what I was thinking of recently? A very funny game that was also a Microsoft first. They bought was a uh, Fable Two. I love. I missed the Fable series Me so too. much. I thought that they were so funny, idiosyncratic, weird games. We're hoping it comes back soon. I, I hope it does. Word on the street is yeah. they've got it, a new one in development. Really? Yeah, well, that'll be a project, Scarlet. Yeah, you know, they they staffed oh up. Uh, I don't know if you've ever played Forza Horizon. Yeah, I love Forza Horizon. The, they that studio, which has <laughs> done nothing but brilliance with the Forza series. They're building a second team, and the rumor is that that team is tasked with rebooting Fable. Oh, that's so if anybody can do it, Oof, they can wouldn't do that it. tech too? Yeah, that's so nice. The weather tech from Forza Horizon and oh, yeah. an open world Fable game. But all right, that to uh, all right we've got one last topic because man, the time flies when we're having fun here. Yeah, I wanted to kind of talk sort of big picture after it after this. We take this whole E3 2019 Xbox conference in. So is E3 2020 to you guys next year? Is that going to be a, a make-or-break year for Microsoft and for the future of Xbox? I mean, they've, they've been rebuilding the airplane in midair for the last, like, three, four years, ever since the pretty disastrous announcement and, and initial release of the Xbox One. And everything they've been doing, all these pieces in place with backwards compatibility and buying new studios and xCloud and Game Pass and all this stuff... You know, a lot of fans, I've seen it on social media and on IGN, where people feel like, yeah, this was a, this was a good E3, but it wasn't the knockout punch <coughs> to, kick, to kick off next-gen that people were hoping for. So, you know, is, is, does next year have permanent ramifications, good or bad, for Microsoft, do you guys think? I think it's going to be 2020 and 2021. Like, we want to see... Of course, they have to come guns blazing in the next one because they have to show the console if they haven't already at that yes. point. Um, and then 2021 is their follow-up to whatever promise they make to us for this next generation, right? So like, I think those two combined are going to be very, very important to set the tone <coughs> for how they want to go into this next generation. And they've already been doing so much of that by buying these studios and promising to have more original titles and like just very good different kinds of games as well. Uh, so I think it's going to be a combination of those two things. And I kind of understand some of the sentiment of people being a little disappointed. Like, I thought we were going to see a little bit more of Next Gen this yeah. the show. Yeah, um, no name. No, no name. Price, no price. No, uh, we got a, a release window. We didn't even get a tease of, like, what it would look like. Right, no, no box, like no confirmation on if it is, in fact, two two machines. Yeah, so yeah. It apparently is. And there's still a lot of off the table, and I think we are just hoping to get a little bit of that. So I can understand how people would be a little bit disappointed. Yeah, I'll, I'll say this. I'll say E3 2020 is make or break for E3. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> Microsoft has their own event now. Sony has their own event now. All the companies are kind of doing their own thing, and they don't necessarily need E3 or the venue space to showcase their games to the world. They can do it on their own terms. How do you feel about that? 
Um, listen, I love E3, and yeah. I've been coming for many years. And you know, when it went sort of industry only, I was very disappointed because I wasn't industry and I couldn't come. Um, I will say, I think even though they've been rebuilding the plane as it's been flying, they've done a pretty great job. Oh, really, yeah. it. it's really impressive. And what you were saying, Miranda's right. It's very hard to get excited about another generation of consoles when you haven't really seen anything. So I'm just, I'm excited to see something next what, year. Camille, what's it going to take at E3 next year or in the time between now and then for Microsoft to, to convince you to go ahead and, and buy that Scarlet console? I think I'm going to, I think I'm already convinced. Yeah, I, I just, I just <laughs> wanted to go. be a good investment. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, uh, I, I thought that people are being a little hard on, on Microsoft this year in general. Like, I think people tend to, and I'm, and I'm not saying it's, it's, it's a bad thing. I think it's just human nature where you just want, you love something so much and you want it to be, you want like the best possible version of that and you, you build it up for yourself and then if Microsoft kind of doesn't hit the accelerator, put the, put the pedal on the, to the metal, that anything less than an all-out assault on, on next-gen <laughs> is is maybe a little disappointing. I thought they had a lot of great stuff. Yeah, they had yeah. a great show. Everything was great. Absolutely. Yeah. But I could, again, definitely see why people were disappointed in it, but I think hopefully if they take a step back and do look at everything, um, then you'll see, yeah, it was La really great. Last year their show was so phenomenal. It's probably one of the best Microsoft shows I've seen in recent memory. So yeah. this year it was good, but it didn't hit that same bar. Yeah. And I, I think that's the only reason people are reacting the way they are about the conference. Kamel, yeah. of, the, of what you've, you saw from Microsoft's conference, what, what was your favorite game? What stood out? Well, again, I'm always excited about a new Halo, you know? Yeah. So uh, I love that world. For me, this is the music. I actually have the music. I listen to it all the time. I'm like all in on Halo. I love Gears too, but have th there's a new Gears coming out. Yeah, it? we have a, a lot of information on that on our site right now. They, <laughs> oh. They'll play their new mode. So. And your site is... It's a, a little site called IGN.com. IGN.com. <laughs> all right, I'll it. check it out. <laughs> well, thank you so much. Uh, be sure to catch Unlocked every week right here on IGN. 